Welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help you get there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It is time to find a new perspective on what works why and how to move your business forward. Listen as I interview guests to help you learn from them how to be your own loud. Let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Haller, and my favorite thing in the world is to get referrals, especially when I have a guest on and I ask them at the end of the show, hey, is there anybody else you should think or you think should be on our show? And man, this guy who's on right now was so fast. This lady who I had interviewed, she's like, Dan, the college man, you got to interview this guy. He's unbelievable. He's great energy, knows his stuff, and he's perfect for your audience. So Dan Bissig is our guest today. Now, he is the founder of College and Beyond. Now, this is very interesting. We have had people who have talked about college planning and the opportunities here, but Dan's bringing a very different perspective. And from a marketing perspective, for all of you advisors out there, this could be the game changer that you're looking for to truly separate yourself from the advisor down the street and make it so that you're providing unbelievable value, not just to the matriarch and the patriarch, their kids, and then of course the grandkids. So Dan, welcome to the show. Thank you, Matt. It's great to be with you. All right, brother, where did this all come from? I mean, you have had a, a, a path that has gotten you here. Let's talk about the path. Yeah. So first of all, for those in the audience, I started, believe it or not, in the financial services industry all the way back in 1991 with one of the big mutual insurance companies, then spent the next 15 years trying to figure out how to get out of that. Because quite frankly, it just wasn't my deal. I mean, look, I loved the relationship building. It was something I I absolutely um, cherished about what I was doing. But so what what ended up happening was that 15 years ago, I had one of my clients come to me and he said, hey, Dan, I've got a problem. I've got a daughter who's at an all-girls Catholic school, a junior. I've got a son at an all-boys school and another daughter in grade school. And we've got $5,000 saved for college. What am I going to do? You know, it's the old proverbial, we never got around to talking about this. And so what ended up happening was I worked with them for about six months. We put together an integrated plan that ended up working where all three of the kids got through college and whammo, this idea of, gosh, there have got to be all these other families out there that I call late stage families that desperately need somebody to help them walk their way through the process. And so that's where College and Beyond was born. Hearing that story specifically, Dan, all I'm thinking is they're screwed, <laughs> right? I mean, you got five grand saved. So late stage. So it's interesting. The the other person that I had had on the show a while ago uh, that talked about college planning, late stage was not his forte, right? He wanted to get in as early as possible and set these things up. How do you do that? Now, you don't have to give away all your secret sauce, my friend, but how do you do that? I mean, late stage, that's that's where most of us it's my generation your generation who have kids who are about to enter into the college world and most of us haven't really saved crap what what do you do about that well i mean look first of all there's no miracle to it okay it's not like i've got the silver bullet in my gun to be able to help people out the fact of the matter is it's a matter of looking at all of the resources that people have on the table and probably the most important part and it's part of what my whole mission is is to help students attend the right college at the right price, pursue the right major or career path so they can graduate right on time. 
And I'm telling you, if you combine those four pieces of the puzzle together, that's where you get success with these students. But really what it means is helping to take away the prestige that so many families get caught up in of thinking that they've got to send their little son or daughter to this very expensive school for this education. And, and, and truly, it's, it's trying to help guide them to the right options based on what the family's affordability threshold is. How do you help advisors bring this to them? And how does that help the advisor and not take money out of their pocket? I mean, so it's real brass tax, brother. And I know you've asked this, answered this question for a lot of other people, but I know that's what our audience is, is wondering is, okay, so I bring Dan in, how do I potentially make more money or do I lose money or how does this work? Do I maintain the relationship? Unpack this a little bit for us, please. Yeah, Matt. So that's why it's, it's really the best part of the story here is because advisors that are listening to this podcast, I am not in your business. Here's what I mean by that. I've given up all my licenses. I don't sell products. So I don't sell insurance. I don't sell investments. I don't do any of that stuff anymore. I am. I stay in my lane. I'm very, very focused on providing all of the other resources that your college-bound families need. I mean, that includes things like identifying potential scholarships that they can pursue, running their expected family contribution, helping the students figure out what their career path is, because a lot of these kids have no idea. And by the way, let's not forget that a lot of them get to college and are still trying to figure it out. Heck, there's still parents trying to figure it out, right, Matt? I mean, come on. It's helping them with that. It's helping them pick the right colleges based, again, on the four pillars of it being financially the right fit, academically the right fit, socially the right fit, and geographically the right fit. Sometimes artistic and athletic come into play. It's, it's helping them to review all of their essays and their applications and building their resume and get them ready for interviews. And then it's helping them with all the financial aid forms. So here's my point. It's doing all the stuff that you shouldn't as an advisor have to do or even want to do. I, that's what I do is I take that off of the table um, for you, which means that financial advisors love working with me because of the fact that I can really make them shine is a value-added resource for their clients. So many advisors have these pockets of experts that they will bring into relationships. And I know that some advisors like, nope, 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 Matt, I need to know the answer to everything, which you and I both know is wrong. If you're thinking that, slap yourself around just a little bit, their advisor listener. But number two, I personally think, Dan, that it makes you as the advisor look way more resourceful. You have a deeper bench of people to be able to bring like you people like you in. So talk a little bit about that. So you have this, you call it the advisor referral partner thing. You just talked about how you bring value. How then do you end up doing doing the handoff? So you've done everything that you've done. How do you and when do you or do you ever exit that relationship? And how do you put the advisor back in that driver's seat? Or did they never leave? Yeah, truly, they never left. Okay. I mean, the advisor is in the very first step of my process, which is the, the college funding, or I call it the money talk. I mean, they are absolutely engaged in that part of the process with their clients. I'm not doing any of that. They're always in the driver's seat with, their, with clients as far as helping them through the process. So it's interesting. I have some financial planning firms that literally pay me directly. Their clients uh, don't even feel the pinch. Um, and so we've got an arrangement where they understand that they'll give so many dollars towards my, my services for their client base. And, and the reason being, quite frankly, they look at the money that they're making off the fees that they're charging, and it can be more than justified to hire somebody like me to help them. 
Okay. In other cases, they will literally just hand them off to me. And then I charge my regular ongoing fee based on the amount of services that, that families need. And, and I will tell you, it can be as little as $150 up to almost $4,000, mm -hmm. depending upon how comprehensive a package is of things I'm going to do with that family. And so every, every situation is different. You know, I just worked with a family, as a matter of fact, where an advisor referred a set of triplets to me, believe it or not. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it has been two weeks of mass hysteria of trying to get things done because they hadn't even started the process. But the good news is we got across the finish line with them all submitting a bunch of applications on time before the deadlines. It, it's that kind of a relationship that exists where they just trust me to take care of that for their clients. Process is wildly important as to financial services professionals. Can you give us a little insight on that process? Because the triplets, that just seems like process might be a little bit out the door because you have to react so quickly. Talk about your process. What is a good time frame? How long does it generally take you? Talk about some of the steps that you walk your clients through just so that advisors have a little bit more ammunition to sell you when, when needed. Let's face it. A lot of it comes down to the, the what I call the tier level of the colleges that the student is looking at applying to. Okay. You know, if mom and dad have aspirations for their son or daughter to go to the top Ivies or what I call the Ivy wannabes, then that calendar of uh, things that have to be done might be a little bit, might start earlier, I guess is the best way to put it. Okay. Meaning these kids in their middle school years are already starting to position themselves for the opportunities to get into these colleges. But without, and that's why I have families that hire me as early as the freshman year to at least start to coach the student through how they position themselves with the things that they do. Mm. Traditionally, it's going to be the sophomore and even bigger in the junior year that a lot of families suddenly say, oh my gosh, college, we forgot it was coming at us. You know what I mean? And that's also when the advisors are often getting involved because the advisors have done a great job maybe with you know, looking at the 529 plans and other assets that they're putting in place to help fund college. The problem is mom and dad really don't understand how much the cost has increased since the time that they went to school. And so that really changes the dynamics of the conversation. And again, back to the prestige or the, the types of schools that they're considering. So I will tell you that even in, in the fall of the senior year, I got get a lot of families that suddenly discover that they need help and they start coming to me to help their kids with the applications and the essays and things. The problem with starting that late, quite frankly, is that there are certain things we just can't get to. Mm. We can't help to position the student with building up their resume of accomplishments so that they've got the best opportunities to get those big scholarships and things like that. It's truly about timing and it's about creating a sense of urgency for the families of getting things done. And I can assure you, the families I work with absolutely love the fact that they started early because they see all their friends, relatives, and acquaintances all stressing at the end trying to, to finish things up. What are some of the things that if you could just provide our listeners, because a lot of our listeners have kids who are getting ready for college, what, what are some of the biggest deciding factors that you have found in getting into some of those better schools? Well, without a doubt, your, your students need to have a hook. It's what is it that's going to make them stand out from the rest of the crowd? Because here's the deal. Everybody out there has top GPAs. They're taking advanced placement or IB classes, international baccalaureate. They're doing activities, although, of course, COVID really impacted things. So it, it's truly about what is going to be that one thing that your son or daughter is going to do to make them stand out from the rest of the crowd. And that starts early. 
I mean, I've I've got some terrific examples. I've got some clients right now where their kids have been doing things since the freshman year, even in spite of COVID, they were able to, to get themselves engaged with outside activities. Now, I'm just telling you, that's the differentiator. Those are the kinds of things that colleges are looking for because they want to figure out, is the student going to fit into our campus and be successful? And quite frankly, is it also going to help our rankings and our prestige? And I mean, that's what it's all about, man. That's what's driving a lot of these conversations with these colleges. It's those kinds of things. Huh. Some people, and I, I just, I'm asking you this off the cuff, we weren't you're not prepared for this necessarily, but there are a lot of people who are looking at alternate forms of education outside of normal college. Can you help with that too? Can working with you help getting into like trade schools or, or other things like that to be able to, because that 529 money or some of the money that's allocated can be used for some other things or am I way off? Can you help us with that? Yeah, no, Matt, I, I so appreciate you bringing that up because, you know, it's interesting, even though I'm the college guy, you know, Dan, the college man, the fact of the matter is not everybody needs to go to college to be successful in life. And so one of my big heroes out there is Mike Rowe from Dirty yeah. Jobs. Yeah. Okay. And he has a foundation, for example, that he's put together where he gave away, I think, a million and a half dollars this last year to students who are looking at going into the trades into carpentry, into electrical, plumbing, and those kinds of things. And look, let's face it. If we don't have people doing those kinds of jobs, we're in trouble, right? It's screwed, yeah. Because right, because I can only do so much of that stuff myself, but then there comes a point when it's like, wow. The, the issue is, is that I want to help students get positioned and go into whatever is the right fit for them, okay? If they're a hands-on kind of a person, then doggone it, let's get out there and do it. If they're the creative type, let's figure that out. Whatever it might be, if, if they're an entrepreneur and they just want to do that future job, let's figure out what the right fit for them. And then should they go to a trade school? Should they go to community college or junior college? Could that be a stepping stone? And, and here's the other thing. So many times students are also stressing about their academics. You throw in again, the impact that COVID's had on their studies and everything. Some students just need to take some time away. They need to figure themselves out before mom and dad are going to spend all these thousands of dollars forcing them to go to college because it's the right thing to do. So it really is a process of trying to identify the right path for every student that I work with. And so that the point is, I celebrate if they go to a community college or if they're going to go you know, to the local Home Builders Association and learn a trade as much as I celebrate the kids that I get into the Ivies or whatever it might be. And you do, by your own admission there, actually help with that through your identification process and through your discovery with the families and the kids, yes? Absolutely. You, you better believe it because, again, I think, unfortunately, the high schools sometimes do a di disservice to kids where college, 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 I mean, they're shoving it down their throats and it may not be the right choice. And quite frankly, it also is a situation where the, the parents need to kind of, kind of come to grips with the fact that maybe your child isn't meant to go to a traditional four-year institution. It, it's really helping them to, it's helping them navigate their way through the process, whether it's a specific career path or going to college, uh, whatever that's going to be. Let's, let's help them be successful where they can thrive, not just survive. How has COVID, because this two years, which seems to be beginning to be three at some point, maybe, no matter where these kids are in their educational journey, this has and will continue to affect. How have colleges 
Or what have colleges done? Have they recognized this? Have they said, oh my gosh, boy, Jane's GPA went from 4.2 to 3.6 during COVID because this was hugely stressful for her. Is there forgiveness there? And with the hook, and I love that, by the way, I was brilliant that you said that, that hook, that one thing that is gonna make your students stand out, how has any of that changed and what have you had to adjust because of this global pandemic? Yeah, so Matt, first of all, colleges are absolutely sensitive to the fact that these students have gone through an unprecedented time. I mean, not only has it been tough when they've been in high school, especially with trying to build up what usually would be their arsenal of things that they've done on their resume, but in addition to that, then they go off to college and for some of these kids, they were stuck in their dorm room the entire semester. What happened to the social aspect of college and, and the whole idea of getting to meet new friends and try new things and all that kind of stuff? Without a doubt, colleges have come to recognize that they've had to step it up. Now, in addition to that, not only have they done that, but they've also recognized the fact that test scores or testing in particular was compromised. These students could not get out and, and take ACT or SAT tests. What that led to was a whole bunch of colleges that have gone test optional, which means it changed the whole dynamics of the admissions process. Before, it was pretty easy. I could look at somebody's GPA and their test scores, and I could say, yeah, I think they're going to succeed at our school or they're not. And and if you take 90% of the colleges out there, that's the way that they looked at it. It's pretty easy. If you throw the test out, Now, suddenly we have to go with more of a holistic review. And that gets back to, okay, so what have these kids done because of the impact on their hook or their resume building and things that they've done? And and quite frankly, it's those kids that just said, well, I'm still going to figure something out. I may not be able to physically go to this place to do something, but I could write, you know, cards to these people at this nursing home and try to encourage them. So it's all those types of little things. It's the way I look at it and the colleges do too, is it's the little decisions that you're making along the way that are going to make a difference as to whether or not a student is going to get in or not. I think you've done a magnificent job of, of giving our audience uh, resources, understanding of who you are and what you do. But, but I need to ask you another question, which is how are you being successful with your marketing of being Dan the College Man? There's a couple of ways. Number one, I have a lot of financial planners that actually invite me to do webinars for their clients. I mean, it's been a huge deal for me. Prior to COVID, I was in a lot of high schools and I still do. In fact, that's finally started to tick back up again, but I do a lot of webinars on any number of subjects. It could be college scholarship, show me the money, or the seven costliest mistakes families make in the college process, or financial aid, myths versus reality. I mean, in other words, it's, it's all these topics based on what you want to provide to your clients that I'm happy to provide. And what that often leads to, of course, is then I'll get a client or two that come from those types of presentations. That, and, and then of course, there's my website. I do a lot of things. I have a, a program that I've developed, which is called College Financial Aid and Scholarships, Show Me Where to Find the Money. It's a DIY, do-it-yourself video series that helps families actually walk through the steps of how do you run the budget and the numbers? How do you understand how that impacts you when it comes to the colleges? And then finally, where are you going to find money to help pay for college, this funding gap that's going to exist? And so again, that's that's another alternative that exists out there as well. So um, 
I love talking. I will just tell you, I can't help it. Yeah. I'm a former performer. I grew up doing shows and things like that at theme parks and everything. And, and even in college, for me to get on a stage, count me in, man. I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I'm right there with you, brother. I feel the same way. And I can't wait for uh, the opportunity for the world to open back up for, for you and I to get on stage. So we're going to make sure that we have links to all of those things in our show notes, like we always do for everybody who's listening. So please make sure you click on those things. Check Dan out on LinkedIn, check out his website and check out that course, which is a good way for you to dip your toe in the water of, with this if this is not something that you have dealt with before. Who is your ideal client? Let's wrap up with that. Well, my ideal client, without a doubt, is the financial advisor out there who is looking to add a value-added service to his or her practice, but doesn't want to become the expert at everything. In other words, you want to do what you're great at doing, which is managing people's money. God bless you, because it's not something I ever enjoyed doing. And then the idea is, is that you go to your clients and you're saying, okay, I'd like to do everything I can to be able to figure out a way to help my clients without being that expert. So what they do is they go ahead and they bring, you know, Dan, the college man in. It's done through a, a very simple introductory email where you say, I'd like to introduce you to Dan Bissick and college and beyond. And then based on that information, that'll give you a chance then for me to take it from there. Because what I do is I offer everyone a free 15 minute discovery Zoom meeting with me where I can actually walk them through things. Dan, the college man. Dude, thank you for everything that you're doing. Thank you for the fact that you uh, help people even if they not don't end up going to traditional college. And thank you for all of the wonderful educational resources that you provide to financial services professionals to make sure that they can do what they need to do, which is help their kids, their clients' kids, really be successful in life. So thanks for your time, man. Thank you, Matt. It was great being on your podcast today. If you have not subscribed to the show, make sure you do. If you have a chance, uh, just give us a quick rating on iTunes or whatever you're listening on. That's always fantastic. And last but not least, always make sure you check out the show notes. We have so much information there, some great links for you to interact with our guests and to make sure that you get the best value out of listening to our show. And for that, for Dan and all of us here at Proudmouth, this is Matt Haller, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to learn more about how you can be your own loud, visit our website, read our blog posts, attend our educational webinars, and sign up for our new Influence Accelerator Academy, where you too can learn how to truly be an influencer in your space. Have a wonderful day.